Hey everyone, welcome to the show. I have updates to share about Donald Trump's clue clowns. So the first bit of news is about Trump's third and final chief of staff, Mark Meadows. As you guys probably recall, Meadows lost his appeal to move his Georgia RICO case to a federal court from the state court uh, because a three-judge panel had ruled against him. So he's appealing their decision, and he's asking the full 11th Circuit Court of Appeals to reconsider. If they also rule against his request, he could take the matter to the Supreme Court. I highly doubt that they're even going to take the case if he tries that, but we'll see. In the meantime, Meadows brought on some new counsel. So this definitely signals he's a little nervous. Um, in addition to his existing attorneys, Meadows is now being represented by Paul Clement. I think that's how you say his last name, Clement or Clement. Um, also Aaron Murphy, Murphy and Zachary Lestbade. So Clement is kind of a heavy hitter. He was the U.S. Solicitor General in the George W. Bush administration. He's been considered for the Supreme Court. He's also argued more than 100 cases before SCOTUS, and some of them were pretty major First and Second Amendment cases. Uh, Murphy uh, is one of the partners in Clement's law firms, and then Lustbade is an associate at the firm. Must be nice, right, to be able to afford an entire team of attorneys to help you evade consequences. Next is news about uh, Pennsylvania Congressman Scott Perry. Perry, as you all know, was all up in Trump's alleged coup plot business. And uh, a Pennsylvania activist named Gene Stilp has now asked the court to bar Perry from the primary ballot. Still filed a seven-page lawsuit, and it says that Perry is ineligible to run for office because of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. So the same law that's being used to exclude Trump off the ballots, that's what this person is alleging should also apply to Perry. And according to Stilp's suit, Perry tried to prevent the certification of the election and the transfer of power by pushing Trump to install Jeffrey Clark as the attorney general. So that's one of the key points of his argument and why that should apply. So I'll keep an eye on that. Um, it'll need to be resolved fairly soon because Pennsylvania's primary election is scheduled for April 23rd. Next, I have news about America's defendant, Rudy Giuliani. As you all know, Giuliani is being sued by about half of the population of the state of New York. That's a slight exaggeration, but not by much. He's being sued by many, many people. And he's already lost the very large lawsuit brought by Georgia election workers Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss. So he filed for bankruptcy. Now the court has recommended that his creditors form what's called an unsecured creditors committee. So the Justice Department website says that this type of committee is comprised of the seven people or entities that are owed the most money. That's if they're willing to serve on this committee. And the committee acts as a fiduciary to everyone who's owed money. So the committee members would be responsible for investigating Giuliani and his businesses. They would be working directly with him, discussing ways to reorganize and settle out all of his debts. Um, they could also, at Giuliani's expense, hire attorneys or accountants or any other financial experts to ensure that he's paying as much as possible and to make sure that he's not hiding anything. And Giuliani could be required to consult with this committee before he makes any major business decisions or financial decisions. So bankruptcy litigation expert 
also told the Daily News that this type of committee could ask the judge to convert Giuliani's bankruptcy from a Chapter 11 to a Chapter 7. So that would mean he would be forced to sell his assets to pay all these debts. So several people have already applied to serve on the committee. Um, it includes his former assistant, that woman who's accusing him of sexual abuse, Noel Dumphy, also Daniel Gill. He is the former ShopRite employee who's suing Giuliani for $2 million. You're going to remember this. Giuliani accused him falsely of assault. That was the whole thing where the, the guy walked up to him, Gil walked up to Giuliani, he slapped him on the back and he said like something like, hey, how you doing, scumbag? <laughs> and then Giuliani was like, oh, my God, like he beat me, like he pretended like he got shot practically. So um, he is one of them. Giuliani's former law firm has also signed on to act as a committee member. The only ones that we haven't heard from or the news media hasn't heard from yet are Moss and Freeman and then Dominion and Smartmatic voting companies. They haven't confirmed one way or the other if they have applied or if they plan to apply for the committee. Now, I will give Giuliani some credit because he is doing his part to try to raise funds to pay his debts. Giuliani just launched a new show. It's called America's Mayor Live. For only $10 a month, you too can sign up to hear exclusive content that I'm sure is 100% totally and completely legit. <laughs> and I'm sure he doesn't defame anyone during these paywall-restricted segments. I am tempted to pay the 10 bucks just so I can catch him spreading more lies. Anyway, my last bit of news is about one of Trump's fake electors in Michigan, and there's new evidence that has emerged in pretrial hearings. So former state trooper and retired businessman James Renner was one of the 16 indicted electors in Michigan. He is also the only one who's cooperating at this time. And it was just revealed in court documents that Renner feels that he was completely misled about the purpose of signing these elector documents. Renner was called in at the last minute because another elector had opted out. And he told the state attorney general's office, quote, I can't overemphasize how once I read the information in the J6 transcripts, how upset I was that the legitimate process had not been followed. I felt that I had been walked into a situation that I shouldn't have ever been involved in. So the transcripts to which he's referring are the transcripts from the select committee's January 6th investigation. And Renner told the AG's office, quote, it was only then that I realized, hold it, there is an official state authorized process for this. I had never been an elector. I had never discussed it with anybody. I was used to a much more informal process at the county level. And so that's when I became suspicious of what had gone on. And he said he came to the realization that what happened was not legitimate. And then Renner also said that there are three other Trump electors who were involved that basically took the lead in that signing ceremony, and he named all of them. He said former uh, co-chair of the state Republican Party, that's Michonne Maddock, 
also Republican National Committee woman Kathleen Burden and attorney Maria Rodriguez. I think that's how you say her name, M-A-R-Y-A, Maria. Um, anyway, and he thought, he said at that, at that time that, you know, they seem like they know what they're doing. They're the authorities in the room. And Renner told the investigators that he feels betrayed. He's very upset. All of the charges against him have been dropped because, like I said, he is cooperating. He's dishing all the dirt, spilling all the tea. And as part of the same investigation, it was revealed as well that the former chairwoman of the Michigan Republican Party, Laura Cox, blames the Trump campaign for essentially turning this into an illegal activity because Cox told investigators that she and local party officials had drafted language that they specifically wanted included, which would have clarified that these elector documents were only to be used in the event that Trump's election lawsuit was successful. But Cox says she was sick on, on the day of the signing of these documents. She had COVID. And she says that the Trump campaign ignored her instructions and they left this key language out of the final documents. So far, Michigan hasn't charged anyone else. The authorities haven't charged anyone else. But if they can prove that these were intentional omissions, there will absolutely be more charges filed. So I will definitely be keeping an eye on that for you. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like this video, share it, become a subscriber if you have not. Lots of you watching and not subscribed. I still don't know why you're being shady. <laughs> all right. Um, if you can donate, I appreciate it. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.